0: This week's episode is sponsored and made possible by Cubex.
1: What we're best known for is inventory management and really more specifically controlled substance management. And so that's where we start most conversations with customers. I've got my controlled substances out of control and I need help. And frankly, I think if the DEA stopped by, I'd be in big trouble.
0: Hey everybody, I am Stephanie Goth and this is another episode of the Uncharted podcast. This is a bonus episode for you guys. Andy and I have been doing a lot of talking lately about workflow and efficiency because we know everybody's stressed out. We know everybody's shorthanded and hiring is really hard right now. And so one of the ways that we can improve our lives is to improve our workflow and efficiency in the practice, right? So one of the tools that we have been discussing is an option called Cubex. And we've been talking about it in the context of workflow and efficiency. And so we reached out to our friends at Cubex. And today we are happy to have our friend Joey Campagna from Cubex, who is an all-around great guy and a lot of fun um, on the podcast with Andy and I. And we just wanted to talk about how do we make our workflow easier? How do we improve efficiency? And how does a tool like Cubex help us with that? So let's get into it. And now, the Uncharted Podcast.
2: Hey Stephanie Goss, how are you doing today? Hey Andy, how's it going? I'm good. It is awesome. I am I am glad that you're here, and I am glad that we have our guest with us today. We have Joey Compagna from Quebec. Joey, how are you doing?
1: Hello Andy, I'm doing great, and Stephanie. Hello to both of you. Well, I hi so Joey. So cool thrilled to be here. Oh man,
2: thanks. Thanks for thanks for being here. Uh,
1: I, I, are you kidding? The the privilege is mine. I'm a I've been an Andy <laughs> Rourke stand for like ten years.
2: I know so. <laughs> you and I. Yeah, you and I have met a long time ago. Uh, you were with you were with Idex when uh, when I met you back in the day, and you have you've done a lot of stuff in your career. You move around. You're kind of an entrepreneur. Um, yeah, how did you get? How did you? How did you go from Idex to Cubex?
1: Well, it's interesting, and I've told the story a few times now, so I think I've got it down. But um, you know, essentially, you know, in 2018, after being at Idex for 14 years, I felt like diagnostics was largely a solved problem for, for most veterinarians and for most practices. Um, you know, when I came into the industry in 2004, there were a lot of practices that were waiting two or three days for blood work from a reference lab, uh, that, that had little or no capability of running blood work in-house. And so there was a real need there clinically to, to, to raise the standard of care, uh, so that, you could get results much more quickly, whether it was from outside or, or from inside. You know, fast forward 14 years, and I think you know IDEX and other companies in the space did a really good job innovating, both on the technological side, but also on the business and process side. So that mm-hmm. you know, for most practices, they're waiting no more than 24 hours for blood work. Uh, in, in most cases, we were talking to veterinarians about getting their second or third generation of in-clinic analyzers. So it kind of felt like this is. this is something that we've kind of solved. And, um, you know, I looked at the inventory side of the house, which is about 30% of revenue for the average practice. You know, that's Mm -hmm. anything that that is driven by the sale of a product, whether it's medication or otherwise, usually winds up being about 30 cents out of every dollar the practice makes. So looked at that part of the business. And it was like in the stone age compared to Mm -hmm. diagnostics. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I left IDEX, And this is true for most of the other options out there that are NIDEX. It's hard to run a a blood profile on a patient and not have those results go back to the electronic medical record, and also to make Mm -hmm. sure that the the pet parent is is charged for those results. Everything's automated. Mm -hmm. It's all interconnected. Um, And then you look at the the inventory side, and it's like, (laughs) you you know, people grabbing pill bottles left and right. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: oh, man. You and, talk about about, you know, of loss, you know, fee, like missed fees, you, just stuff going yeah. out the door without getting billed for. And yeah, it's, uh, it's it's a it's a problem people wrestle with. But but it is definitely not one that's figured out. So it was so appealing
1: to me because I was like, this is this isn't this is the next wave. Like, this is the next place where we're going to use technology to make veterinary professionals lives better and to enhance patient care through time right? Because that's really the only thing that we all have in common. It's 168 hours a week for me, for you, for all of our listeners. That's all we get. And, you know, most of our customers tell us that the the, the fewer of those 168 hours they spend on inventory stuff, the better (laughs) because they would rather spend it elsewhere. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, can you uh, so for people who aren't familiar with Cubex, can you just give us a high level? Just tell us about about Cubex. It's, it's, I always struggle a little bit to talk about it. I'm, I'm sort of like it's a it's a collection of solutions. <laughs> yeah, <You> know, it's <laughs> kind of a robot. <laughs> it's kind of a collection of solutions yeah. and kind of a subscription. Um, but yeah, can, just can you just break break down at a high level? What is what is yeah. Cubex? What the heck are we talking it- about?
1: it's easy to get into the boardroom word salad like the corporate jargon without yeah, because some of that's my fault because I, I wrote most of the copy on the website and it's like well, we're supposed to. so <laughs> um, so i'm one of these so i actually think human you know people stories are more interesting than company stories and and product yeah. stories generally and you know cubex has a really interesting human story attached to it so Uh, The company is actually founded by the son of a veterinarian. Uh, That veterinarian's name is Dr. Chris Visser. He's one of the six founding members of the American College of Veterinary Dentistry. Um, Really well-known guy. You know, he's in in his his 70s now. He immigrated from South Africa in the 1980s with his young family, his his wife and his three sons, uh, came to Arizona, and he started his first practice there, and, and by the time he retired, he owned several. Um, and he kind of brought his sons up all through the, the industry, and you've probably got a lot of listeners who uh, you know, grew up in a veterinary practice. Yeah. And so his eldest son, Anton, went on to uh, work in the human space for a company called Pixis, um, which was then sold to uh, Beckton Dickinson. So they do inventory management on a large scale in human hospitals. And Anton became really familiar with how human medicine deals with all the challenges we face uh, uh, every day in this industry with um, with with inventory. So at some point, his dad said, "Hey, I could really use one of those cabinets in my veterinary practice." And like a light bulb went off, he said, "Wait a minute, veterinarians really need this too." So in 2008, he and a couple other folks started Cubex. And what Cubex is really all about is maximizing the health of the veterinary practice, right? Like that's the marketing yeah. copy. Well, what does that mean? What we're best known for is inventory management and really more specifically controlled substance management. That's, that's the urgent inventory problem that usually drives the most energy. And so that's where we start most conversations with customers is I've yeah. got my controlled substances are out of control and I, I need help. I need a way to feel better about the security and the safety of those drugs, and I also need a way to get a, to get out of the business of like these manually kept logbooks because I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. And frankly, I think if the DEA stopped by, I'd be in big trouble.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's 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 not at all uncommon. I think I think most of us have either worked at that practice or are aware of that at practice, or it's, it's the practice down the road. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. So so what, what Cubex usually turns into for a practice is. A hardware plus software solution. So everybody knows us uh, as the the automated cabinet company, and that's kind of the (laughs) iconic product that comes to mind. Um, That's part of the solution. Uh, Another part of the solution is the software that powers it, and that's really important. And then the third part, really, are the people on our team, the inventory experts that come in and, and help you make all this stuff work and get the most out of it.
2: Yeah, you got you got you guys have really invested in training to get this thing up and going. Well, what I want to talk so I had kind of a specific thing I want to talk about with you today. So Cubex does does a lot. Uh, I wanted to talk to you a bit about efficiency, and there's a couple of reasons. Um, you know, as as we look at some of the economic reports that are coming out in vet medicine, and we see um, like the AVMA says, uh, you know, we have an efficiency problem more than a staff shortage problem. And things like that it was a highly controversial sort of, the, sort of the position they took, at least on the internet. I, th- I think people looking at the problem probably agree with the AVMA. It's like, yeah, we, we need to get more efficient in how we do things. Uh, I think we also look at, we look at the way that we use our staff and our paraprofessionals. And we talk about people practicing at the top of their licensure. And we talk about freeing people up to do the jobs that they were trained for and not tie in their hands uh, with mundane things. We look at like, how do we delegate the work that we can take away from our skilled medical professionals and make our businesses run more smoothly? And when I look at Cubex and when I, I've seen it in a, a certain amount of your marketing stuff, it does lead with efficiency as, uh, as a benefit of having, you know, having the cabinet, having the software, having the services. And so I, I wanted to explore that with you a little bit today uh, talk to me a bit about how. Talk to me down in the weeds, really, uh, on the ground. How does having something like a, a cubex system? How does it increase my efficiency in in the practice? How can it help me shift my people around? There's a lot of people who are struggling to hire. You know, they they've been working shorthanded for the last year, and they're going to be shorthanded for another year. Uh, help me understand where. Help me understand how 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 they get helped uh,
1: with a cubex system. So if we think about the basic tasks that you have to undertake in order to have and manage inventory, just on a really simple level, um, mm-hmm. you, you have to know how much stuff you have because you have to know what you're short on because you have to know what to order, right? So that's, that's a whole basket of things you need to know. And that knowledge comes at a cost of time. You've got to go Count count pills, shake pill bottles. It's the first time I saw that happen. I was like, "Are you kidding? This is really how we do it?" But that's how most practices will do it. You know, yeah. they'll shake the pill True bottles. Right. So I've got to know what's there. Then I've got to order it. I've got to go shopping. Right. And so you know, Vetco is is a great example of a solution that's that's meeting a need. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there are a couple ways you can look at Vetco. It's Fantastic because it's an efficient marketplace, um, but it's also sort of endemic of this challenge that we face in the industry, which is veterinary professionals need to go shopping regularly mm-hmm. to get the product that they need to power the practice. So somebody's got to go shop for it. Then, if it's a controlled medication, you've got to record who got it and when and how much and why and all of that. And then you have to make sure that gets back into the medical record. You also have to make sure that the pet parent is getting charged for it, and you've got to follow that through to completion. And then when new stuff comes in, in those nice brown boxes from the, the uh, UPS guy, you, you've got to open that up, and then you've got to go into your system and say, hey, I've got some more stuff. You change mm-hmm. your, your inventory tolls. So all of those tasks are tasks that CubeX either makes much easier or completely automates depending on how yeah. you have our system set up and, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And if you think about all the time that's spent on those tasks and you total it all up at the end of the week, it's different for every practice. Um, but all of those hours, you then have to do something else with. And the other aspect of this, and it's, we have to talk, be delicate with this conversation, but Cubex is kind of sort of better at those tasks than most of the people <laughs> that do them. Because people, yeah, you mean human, they don't people. make yeah. human error, yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, like, even even Andy, it like Cubex's handwriting is legible. You know? yeah. you know, like, <laughs> in the log. You know? I've seen some gnarly yeah. logs. True story. Yeah, so so that's like on a really core level, and it's a it's it's amazing to me when we you know we've got I think two kinds of. Um, of, of grassroots level folks out there that don't have cubex. the vast majority of them are, are, oh my gosh, I wish we could get QBX because I realize that this is going to make my life easier. And then you've got those, those folks who are like, I don't want to get QBX because it, it it might create more work for me because I'm, this is going to be this other thing that I've got to deal with. Um, And those folks are really fun to take through the process, to watch that Sort of realization happened. that, Wait a minute, this is this is going to be a net time savings to me. Like I never even thought it was going to be. You know, I, I'd love to tell you that when a practice decides to get Cubex, every single one of our thousands of practices, every time, has every staff member super on board with it. But that's like not yeah, true for no. anything.
2: <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I think I, um, I think whenever we introduce technology into practice, there's a certain percentage of people who freak. Out, oh my God! Right? I yeah, mean, like Anything that's new, this technological, that's introduced. They, they, just, some people, change is scary, right? Uh, some people don't like change. A lot of people have been doing it this way, whatever their way is, for twenty five years, and the mm-hmm. idea of doing something different, like you talk about moving their cheese, that we're move, we're moving big cheese. Uh, this is <laughs> this is a radical departure from what they've done in the past. So for sure, let's let's. I want to I want to talk about that a little bit because I think that that's probably the number one concern that a lot of people have is how do I get my staff on board? I I'm expecting anytime I introduce anything remotely like technology, it, there's, there's this upheaval and there, there's this fear. And I know you you guys have, have really done a ton in training, but, but if you don't mind, can I get you just to kind of break down, break down the process that you walk through with practice to, 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 to make it less scary before you touch anything?
1: Yeah. And so, you know, just ahead of that, can I tell you what, what the 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 real number one concern is that we get on the front end, like this is like the yeah. tip of the of the of the concern spear, if you will. I've got a seizing patient. All of the drugs yeah. I need are in Cubex. What happens? How do yeah you know how do we do this? And and you know it doesn't help us to say, well AMC uh, Gulf Coast vet all oh, you know. Half, half the vet schools in the, in, in the country, all these big practices and the groups, they all use Cubex. don't worry about it. That's not a helpful way to answer that question. The helpful thing that's for right. us to do is to show them the video where a technician gets into the Cubex without any data being entered into it at all in 16 seconds. Like that's, yeah. that's yeah. the time it takes to, to get in there and everything's logged then in that case. So it's not like this five minute long process to get the medication. And so when we start there and we can kind of allay those, fears, or another fear that, um, you know, this is going to take an hour out of my week just to do inventory. We, we actually show videos of how it works. But the, the pre-implementation process that we have actually begins with a survey. We, we learn about the practice. And, uh, you know, I'll tell all the folks listening to the podcast right now, if you decide you want to move forward with Cubex. This isn't a thing that, that we can have on your doorstep next Tuesday. Um, it's yeah. it's a weeks-long process for us to partner with you, learn how your practice works, uh, not only the kinds of medications and other items that they use, but also how they use them. We've got to build the integration with your practice management system. We've already got the tool set to do that for all of them, but everybody's workflow is a little bit different, so we need to custom build that integration. Um, and then. We need to build your database, so we learn the the items that you use, and we have you export reports usually from the practice management system, um, and then we build that database for you. Then we ship the product, and then we schedule training. Um, we have a combination of virtual and and uh, on-site training that we do. Um, it you know one of the one of the things that I've learned about Cubex. Is that it touches every part of the practice. So you've mentioned this a couple times, Andy. Training is our number one priority. Yeah. Because we know if if we don't train every member of the staff to use Cubex and feel confident using Cubex, we're going to be booking a return flight to that practice at some point in the future. Yeah. Or we're going to be fielding calls. So we we take it really very very seriously. And it's not like you know again my last job if we installed the set of udx ua analyzer and kelly who works evenings on tuesdays and thursdays never gets trained we can the idex can manage that because right. kelly just doesn't need to be the one running the set of you everybody right. on the staff needs to know how to use udx so we take it very very seriously but we learn what your workflows are so the, the metaphor i use is you know if you think about it there are probably 46 different ways to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right you could take the bread out first, then the peanut butter, and then the jelly, <laughs> or you could take the jelly out first and then get the bread out, and then put the jelly on the bread and then get the peanut butter, right? And so on and so forth. With, with CubeX, we, you can't use all 46. You know, we probably got about 15 or 16 ways to make that peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And so some of what we do is talking to the customer about how they make the sandwich, and then yeah. figuring out what the closest way that we can is. And sometimes we have to change our software a little bit to, to, to manage a, a novel workflow. Most of the time, we're working with practice on, we're still gonna wind up with a sandwich, don't worry. We're just gonna get the peanut butter out before the bread, it's all gonna be okay, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So there's, it's, a, it's a process that we work through together, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, it, it definitely, it was funny too, because you started talking about the peanut butter uh, and jelly and the 48 ways to make it. And I immediately thought, no, there's one way. There's only one way. (laughs) And And I'm like, like, that's that's exactly how people are about their practices. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're like, no, that's not how you do it. Uh, And so I I just want to compliment you on a very good analogy.
1: That's true. Talk to me a little bit about it. I'm I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Um, You know, one of the things that, you know, (laughs) I... I'm someone that likes to read the two and three star reviews before I buy a product, right? Yeah, Those are really helpful um, for a couple reasons. Number one, the one star reviews, we all know, they either yeah. got something that was broken out of the box or they just, they, 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 they've got uh, a chip on the They've their got shoulder. something else going on. Yeah, right? uh-huh. there's, some, there's something else going on. <laughs> Something's yeah. going on. But you know, those two and three star reviews, they're gonna, they're gonna tell you what the experience is that they had that was not all positive, but not relentlessly negative, you know. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And you know, ever I've never seen a veterinary practice that has a 5.0 stars on Google. You know, there's always those right. those, those, those couple three reviews. Um, and I, I, I'll, I'll be, you know, if Cubex could do all forty six ways to make the sandwich, we'd probably have a five star review. But um, you know, it's a it's a process that we go through with with customers. We we deliver a lot, but the practice has to. It has to be in the game with us, and has to want to get better. They have to want to improve inventory, um, and it's it's amazing to see folks take ownership of that and really run with it, and then become inventory experts with CubeX as the tool that they use. Yeah, um, but it's like it's just an awesome process.
2: Well, as we're talking about the ways that different practices use CubeX and do inventory management, can you talk to me a little bit about the? The differences in how smaller practices and larger practices use Cubex because, like you know, you talk about AMC, you talk about the vet schools. I think that's where I first saw Cubex products was was in the vet schools, and and now now there's you know two and three vet practices that are running these types of uh, programs, and and do they use them the same way? Are there differences in in the big
1: in the big clinics and the small clinics? Like, can you speak to that a little bit? So generally, large practices want to talk about inventory more than small practices do. Small practices almost always want to start the conversation around controlled substances, because that's, again, the most urgent and acute challenge. Um, for For most large practices, they, they understand the risk posed by controlled substances, but they're also more inven- interested in talking about inventory at large, because the dollars are bigger for, for those practices. Yeah. You know, a, a 3% three percent excess cost of goods sold for a 10 million dollar practice is you know do the math that's three hundred thousand dollars right yeah for a one million dollar practice it's thirty thousand dollars it's still a lot but it's you know qualitatively it's a different kind of a number
2: sure
1: um the other thing that we we learn that that I, i should say that i learned as i came into this space is that in smaller practices the conversation is more often about efficiency at first than it is about safety. Large practices immediately get the, the fact that with controlled substances specifically, there are a lot of hands in the cookie jar. Yeah. There, there, there are so many staff members there, especially you know, coming and going, being hired, and then leaving, that it, it's very difficult to, to have a, a concrete idea of where everyone is at, both in terms of their, um, their mental health but also in terms of their, their past, in some cases they're not all vetted, there aren't background checks done. So if if I own a 12-doctor a practice, I'm much more likely to readily admit that I might have someone who has a problem on my staff who has a yeah. problem with with, drug, with uh, opioid abuse. Uh, whereas, you know, two-doctor practice, it's like, hey, you know, I I've, I've hired everybody here. I, you know, Kelly and Jamie are the only two with the drug key, with keys of the drug box. I, they've worked for me for 12 years. I trust right. them implicitly, no problem, right? It's more about getting Jamie and Kelly out of the business of updating the logs manually and they've got better stuff to do, that kind of thing. Gotcha. Um, so at the large practices, it's really more like, hey, can you put a camera on this thing too? Because we want to have, you yeah. know, more security, not less. I'd say that's 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 the big difference. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense about, about kind of, I, I mean, I figured that there would be
2: different different drivers. So that, yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. Talk to me uh, a little bit about just just briefly I just want to touch on this PIMS integration. I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who are like, I don't know if does that work with my stuff. You said you pretty much work with everybody. Is is that is that really pretty pretty universal at this point?
1: Yeah, I mean, there are there are systems that we don't have an interface with, but they're they're rare. So, okay. all of the big ones. So, you know, iDex, Cornerstone, Avamark, Impermed, EasyVet, um, we, we, we cover all of those and, and some of the emerging PIMS like uh, Rhapsody, we have uh, yeah. a, a, an integration with Vetspire. So over 90% of customers will have a practice management system that, that works with ours. If you use SmartFlow and you use a practice management system that we don't support, CubeX will still integrate because we can integrate through SmartFlow. Um, so th- that's yeah. almost never a problem today it was five years ago. That's not the case anymore. And when we talk about integration, there's really three components. There's the patient information coming over from the system into CubeX. So we're not typing in anybody's name. There's the medication profile coming over into CubeX from the the system. So we know what drugs have been prescribed uh, or written for. And then there's the billing information being sent from the CubeX back to the practice management system to make sure that all the the charges are right. And I, I just... You know, on that note, it's very interesting when we look at our own data about how customers use the system, because for the most part, the practice wants all the meds to be entered in the practice management system. And then you go over to the CubeX, pull the patient up and, it, you know, Oreo's there and it's like one CC of buprenorphine. Okay, I grab it. Depending on the on the the practice we look at, between 10 and 20% of, of transactions originate QBEX and then are sent back over to the practice management system. Mm-hmm. And what that tells us is that that is a charge that was likely to have been lost in a yeah. manual system. Because it's like, yeah. and you, I, I'm yeah. not a vet. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm not even like close to a clinical professional. I, I come from a medical family. I don't, you know, my brother's a surgeon and so is my, my grandfather, a human surgeon. Um, so I was you know, I, I, and, my, and my mother was a, a registered nurse. So I, I have some idea, especially after almost 20 years hanging out in veterinary practices, how things get in the treatment area. Right. And, but but Andy, you know this better than I do. Sometimes you just ask somebody for something because your hands are busy doing something else. Sure. Right. And that ask doesn't wind up getting input into Easy Vet. It just mm-hmm. get, happens, you know. So between 10 and 20% of those medications that we grab, especially in the treatment, the treatment, in the treatment area, it's actually more than that. That's the highest risk area. So we try to expand the conversation beyond just controlled substances to really encompasses all of what are known as drugs of concern. So, you know, gabapentin is one of these, propofol drugs that, uh, even, even the, the, the pads that you use to write prescriptions, those are mm-hmm. an item of concern. Right, so those are those are uh, items that we encourage folks to manage with cubex because while they may not be controlled in terms of the federal, uh, you know, Title mm-hmm. Twenty One, they they are they're still dangerous, and you still yeah. want to know everything you can about them. Yeah, can you talk about
2: the costs of manual logging? I think that's a that's a great that's a great example of it. Like, I, I truly believe people are generally good, and and I, I really do think highly of of people in our industry. And maybe that's that's a, that's a big stereotype, but it just I I. I like that people, and I and I found them to generally be really good people. I don't think that people mean to uh, use drugs without uh, on patients without billing for them. I you know things just, they things just fall through the cracks yeah, uh, as we're as we're working fast and things like that. And so when you say, hey, you know, we got ten to twenty percent of our of our drugs are getting entered in, into the Quebec system and not into the PIMS, I completely agree. That yeah, it's not hard to see how those things uh, traditionally would have been taken with the idea that we'll put them in later and it is just it's just too easy to to forget right we're all we're all busy so you you've got some numbers i've seen before yep. i think on on the cost of manually logging medications can you talk about that a little bit
1: and so we've looked at this a couple different ways and so your listeners can think about this in a couple of different ways first is just the raw time that it takes and we just did a study with one of our large corporate customers who asked us to look into this and we found that, on average, their practices were accessing Cubex 18 times a day. And right now, all they use QBEX for is controlled substances. So that's 18 controlled substance transactions a day. And we measured the time it takes them manually to log those uh, before we put them in. And, it, and it's, on average, three minutes or so. So that's about 54 minutes of time every day that's just devoted to manually logging controlled substances. But there's another cost that comes with that, right? Because you might look at that cost and say, okay, well, we pay our technicians, let's say $20 an hour. So that's about $18 in cost. There's also the opportunity cost of that time, right? Like what else could the, the technician be doing in 54 minutes and how much revenue could that activity generate versus logging controlled substances, which isn't really revenue generating. But there's also the cost of, miss charges. And that's, I, I like pause before I say that, because, you know, people kind of tense up and they hear that. And, uh, you know, three out of four times we say those words, we get, well, you know, J- Joey, that's not a problem in our practice. We don't miss any charges. We're great. Um, you <laughs> know, you the, the, and that we always say the same thing. That might be true. We can only talk about Averages. Yeah, totally. Not management. not your practice, but other practices, uh, yeah. like like yours. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, other other practices that aren't staffed by people that are so charismatic and, and smart and good looking, right? <laughs> so we <laughs> uh, last at the end of last year, we did a multi-site case study uh, for an, another uh, group practice. Group practices are great for data collection because they give you a larger n, right? Uh, So instead of looking at one practice, we can look at several across the country to try and control for variables. So we looked at the SKUs, the items, that CubeX managed the year before CubeX was installed, how how much revenue was generated for those items, and then how much revenue was generated for those same SKUs the year after we installed CubeX. And what we found is startling. I'll give you the link to this study. You can can, uh, put it in the show notes. Uh, yeah. Andy, but we found in every case, the the revenue growth for those SKUs dramatically outpaced the revenue growth for the, the hospital as a whole, like like dramatically, uh, you know, to the point where you know most practices had a a six or seven times ROI in Cubex. In in some cases, the the, the Cubex revenue, the revenue from SKUs managed by Cubex, was Four or five times higher than the hospital. So, what does that mean? Wow. Does it mean that all of a sudden, when we put Qbex in, and veterinarians are using all those drugs, right? Three, yeah, four we're times more? selling a lot more drugs. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. Like relative to anything, What it, what it probably means is, and again, these were almost all drugs of concern. They're controlled substances or injectables. These are drugs that are used in the treatment area. What it mm-hmm. what it means is that we were giving a lot of them away. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I have no, doubt. I have no um, doubt. And that that's not my I mean, you know, we the, the study authors are Pam Stevenson and Cammie Bailey. They'll, they're will I mean, they've both been in the industry, you know, 30 plus years. Cammie uh, is a, a CPA and, and uh, Pam Stevenson is a, a CVPM. Um, really smart folks. And they looked at this and they're like, this this is the, the most reasonable conclusion because yes you could change protocols and all of a sudden start to use one drug more than another we see that uh, yeah. but across four different practices to have the trend line all pull that same way it seems really likely that there and, and here we're talking like tens of thousands in revenue in each mm-hmm. practice every year and it, it, like you said it's it's that other practice dog. this is you know this isn't your practice this is somebody else um but boy it's easy to do and like i mentioned earlier about you know 10 to 20% of our transactions started the cabinet. That's telling us the, the normal process wasn't followed. This is why software-only inventory management is really tough. Because yeah. with software, you can still just go grab the bottle if you're, if you're in a hurry. With Cubex, you have to go through some sort of automation in order to get the door to open or the drawer to open. And then you get your med. which means every time, every do- dose is dispensed, it's recorded and then charged for it. Joey, this is fantastic
2: is there uh Is there anything I haven't asked you about that you think that people would uh would like to know or is there any uh, any questions that uh that come up for you that i haven't that i haven't thought of
1: well there there is one other thing that that, that um that we do and and that's p m p so or p d m p prescription Mo- the prescription monitoring program and this mm. is a thing you know America is like fifty little countries all living together with one family uh-huh. right um, and so <laughs> sometimes we get together better than others, just like a real family, right? Um, but some of those little countries, some of those states are requiring veterinarians to report every prescription that they, that they fill. Um, and this is in direct response to the op- opioid epidemic. It, it, oftentimes this means a daily report has to be run and then either faxed into the state or uploaded to a website. It's a real time drag. To the extent that there are, we've talked to many Veterinarians, a, a, a saddening number of veterinarians, about uh, the fact that they're just they're not filling prescriptions anymore for controlled drugs mm-hmm. because they don't want to deal mm-hmm. with the headache. CubeX has a software product called PMP. CubeX PMP, really creative name, I know, um, but <laughs> it's a software product that actually will do that automatically for the practice and and automate uh, and submit the report every day to the state through their website. It's push button, really, really easy, and you can start that for nineteen dollars a month, and then uh, that—that's kind of the, the the trial price, and then uh, moves on to you know fifty bucks a month uh, for most practices. So that's another product that we've put out there, and we're developing, we're trying to develop more of those kinds of um, you know smaller starter products for for practices to come on board with Cubex and to begin to experience the benefits of uh, of automation in uh, inventory. Dude, that that's fantastic.
2: Where can people uh where can people learn more about Cubex? Where can they find you? Where can they get their questions answered?
1: Yeah, so so go to cubex.com. Uh we're uh, uh, that's our, our website, ww.cubex.com. If you sur- if you google cubex, you're gonna see, you know, there's like a, a printer company called Cubex. there's a wrapper named Cubex. Uh, you might see him too, uh, but if you keep scrolling, you should hopefully find a like veterinary Cubex might get you there faster. Um, we're also a Covetris partner. So Covetris sells Cubex and actually offers a rebate uh, to co- help cover the cost of Cubex if you purchase product uh, through, through Covetris. It's a great program. We just started it in, in June. Uh, we're off to a wonderful start. Uh, they've been a, a great partner for us to, to work with. So you can ask your Quebecers about Quebecs too.
2: Yeah, totally. I'll put uh, I'll put links down in the show notes for people who are looking for it. Joey, thanks for being here. Stephanie Goss, thanks for being here as
0: always. Yeah, guys, have a uh, have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks so much for joining us today, everybody. We always want to talk about tools, tips, and tricks that we hear about um, or have used that we feel like might benefit some of you guys in your practice. So hopefully this was helpful. If you are interested in any of the solutions we talked about on the show today, you can find CubeX at CubeX.com. That's C-U-B-E-X.com. Thanks so much for joining us. We will see you guys again, same time, same bat channel.